Yo, 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 what's going on, brother? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here today. And uh, we are going to talk in uh, talk about the social conformity experiment. Uh, this was actually inspired by uh, a reel I saw on Instagram and something that I wanted to talk about because it's got so many implications for me and for you walking in freedom and becoming the men that God has made you and I to be. Uh, before I jump into that really quickly, I have a very active Instagram account. We just crossed 70,000 followers. Uh, we were at 5,000 followers about uh, eight, nine months ago. And so we're growing quite quickly over there. And if you are on Instagram, I guarantee you probably have a bunch of garbage accounts that you shouldn't be following that are causing you to stumble or edge or drift towards relapses. So for starters, go unfollow those accounts. Secondly, let's populate your newsfeed with some content that's actually going to help you in this area and help you become everything God made you to be. Um, my account is Sathia Me Sam. We post content there daily. Um, there's recovery stories, there's tips and advice, and a lot of commentary too about kind of the integration of pornography with you know more mainstream uh, kind of I guess current events subjects. And so I think you'll find a lot of value from that account. The link is in the show notes. I hope to see you over there and you can always hit me up as well and message me if you have any questions or you want some resources or you know whatever it might be. Let's jump into today's content. We're talking about the social conformity experiment. Um, how do I say this? We, uh, we've never been more pressured to conform. And the, the great danger of conformity is the subtlety of it. Um, if I told you, um, hey, uh, let's say I was the enemy, right? And I wanted you to, um, I wanted you to become a devil worshiper. Okay, that's like, that's my agenda. I'm just trying to mess you up, and I want you to become a devil worshiper. Well, I'm not gonna just wake up one day and say, worship the devil, you know, and try to like twist your arm into it. No, because I know that you know you. If you're listening to this, you're you're likely a Christian, or you're at least uh, warm to Christian values and virtues, and maybe exploring that area of your life. And getting you to a place where you would become a Satanist um, is literally the other end of the spectrum. So I cannot push somebody there. I would have to gradually, little by little, get them to compromise, conform, and eventually maybe get them down that path. So the, the agendas that are always at play for you and I is that there will be messages in society that are causing us to conform. We often will hear people say things like, you know, yeah, I've been watching porn, but at least I'm not promiscuous. So that's an interesting, it's an interesting justification. So it's like, okay, so I was watching naked people have sex on a screen, but at least I wasn't the person actually having sex. Where, where would we draw a line? What would make, what would make us say at least, and then make, put something worse to justify something that's still really bad? unless we had already begun to conform in our thinking, right? That, that, kind of, that kind of logic or rationale is evidence of compromised thinking. So let's look at this through a, a proper lens instead. You struggle with pornography, You're, you struggle with porn addiction, and that is a problem, period. But any kind of conformity might say, well, at least it's not as bad as so-and-so or it justifies it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, uh, the, the whole social conformity thing is um, this, this whole episode is centered around an experiment that I just found absolutely amazing. And it really explained my own porn addiction. It really explained a lot of the scriptures that we see about, you know, spending time with people who are going to build you up and help you walk in integrity. 
And it actually explained partially why a lot of guys struggle with porn addiction, even though they have really good resources. And so if you're in any of those camps, you're going to gain a lot of clarity here in the next few minutes. The basic experiment is they had um, they had somebody enter a doctor's office that had a, a group of planted actors and actresses already in the office, okay? And, and more specifically, they're in the waiting room, okay? So it's just the one guy, but he thinks everyone else is just like them, but everybody else knows that's the only noob in this. The rest of them are all actors and actresses, okay? And a bell rings, and anytime the bell rings, the people stand up. Now, the first time the bell rings, all the actors and actresses stand up because they were given their instructions, but the guy who enters the room didn't have instructions. He just thinks this is an ordinary waiting room. And so he sits down, but he notices that the bell rings and people stand up. Then um, it happens a second time. A few minutes later, the bell rings, people stand up. And so he kind of looks around and he's like, okay, something's going on here. And then the third time it happens and now he stands up. And what has happened? Well, this gentleman has observed a social pattern and not wanting to be left out, not wanting to be a misfit, uh, maybe a fear of missing something, uh, of not understanding what's going on, but not wanting to you know, fall out of alignment, he conforms, okay? So this person is now conditioned. So then what they do is they add a few more people to the waiting room who are also deconditioned, okay? They just think this is an ordinary waiting room, but the pattern continues, and, and again, as the bell rings, more people begin to stand up until everybody's standing up. And then what happens is the actors, the people who began this conditioning, leave, and only the new people are left. And they're conditioned to stand, but get this, they don't know why. They don't know why. You and I are, we, we would love to hear that and say, oh, I wouldn't do that, um, you know, or I would be stronger or whatever. This, this is not, this, this experiment does not illustrate what, what humans can do. This illustrates what humans do, period. This is human nature. There's a scripture, a very, very powerful scripture in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33 that says, bad company corrupts good character. Isn't it fascinating for, for you and I to think that we could do everything that scripture asks us to do to have good character? You know, we could live by the virtues and the principles and the values of the Bible. We could we could live with the utmost sexual integrity. We, we could be honest about our finances and, and not cheat on our taxes and, and treat people well and, you know, obey all the rules of the road or, you know, whatever, wherever you want to draw these lines, we can have good character and, and do things by the book. And yet there is something that can compromise that. And, and it's not, it's not you, you know, having a weak moment. It, it's not you even being in a bad environment, you know, but, but uh, maybe that, that it'd be safe to say that probably won't help, but it, it is the company what we know for sure is that there's one thing that can corrupt your efforts and that is bad company because we will always conform to the people we are around. Now, I want to illustrate two things from this experiment and then this is going to be like a very snappy episode. We're going to make it super quick. The first thing is um, is the, the detriment of this, okay? You guys, you, you need to, if you're listening to this and you're still exploring um, how to get free fully of sexual sin and porn addiction, 
you need to start paying attention to the people you're spending your time around because you will begin to become more like them. You will begin to conform. And so it's very simple. If you want to quit porn, be around people who have quit porn. And if you can't do that, then be around people who are quitting porn. Okay, your solutions should throughout from, from, from beginning of recovery all the way to the bitter end, your journey should be marked by community. It doesn't always have to be the same one. You might jump from one to the next or switch depending on seasons and stages and focuses in your recovery. You need the community, all right, period. There, there's no negotiating that. If you're going to try to get free on your own, you're basically agreeing to waste your time and your energy. Second thing, all right, very important. The actors leave, right? So when the actors leave this experiment, the new people are left and they're conditioned to stand. But if you went in and you asked them, why do you need, why, why are you standing when the bell rings? No one can tell you why. So for those of you listening, you, you're like me. You wouldn't listen to this podcast if you weren't at least a little bit like me. And one of the things that drives me, maybe more than anything else, is, is the idea of leaving an inheritance for my children's children. I'm not talking about money, not talking about assets, riches, possessions, or any of that stuff. I'm talking about a real inheritance, an inheritance of character, of integrity. I want to be able to tell my son, son, you're a Sam. Sams treat women with respect. That includes your mother. That includes your aunts, your sister, your grandmother, and all the women that you're going to meet, right? I, I, wanna, I don't want to just tell them I'm going to model it. But the point is we, we want to make sure that he understands why. I need to make sure he understands why. And when, when we are passing along virtues and values, in your case, you might have been told, don't watch porn, don't have sex before marriage, but nobody told you why. And you became like these people in the experiment who were conditioned to do things a certain way, but they don't actually understand why. There's no substance to their conditioning. And you know what? These people can be just as easily conditioned to do something else, right? If you don't know why you're conditioned to do things a certain way, then you'll be just as easily conditioned to do something differently. But if you're anchored to the word of God, if you're anchored to the values of scripture, to the principles that Jesus taught in the gospels, if that is your, your anchor, then you can be exposed to other environments. You can even be exposed to bad company, but it's not going to corrupt your good character because you know why you were conditioned. So we have to bear this in mind. We want to make sure that when we are instilling or teaching, you know, some of you listening to this are people of influence, your your teachers or your medical professionals or, uh, you know, your, your people who have a voice and a platform, your influencers, whatever it may be. We want to make sure we do not just tell people what to do, but that we tell them why they need to do it this way so that it's actually anchored and grounded in something. Why are people leaving the church? Well, that's a really complicated question, but I can tell you part of the reason is because people feel like they've been betrayed. They feel like they were told to do a bunch of things. Nobody told them why, and then they did them. They didn't seem to be as fruitful as they expected, or the results were different, or maybe it totally you know turned on them. And because they didn't have any anchor point to refer back to, they just thought, well, I did the thing. It didn't work. I guess this thing's a sham. So anyways, I'm ranting and I promise to keep this thing snappy. So let me start to wrap this up. Uh, here's the thing, guys, okay? you are We're all in a social conformity experiment, but we get to choose what we conform to. 
So pay careful attention and look, if you're in recovery, this is your chance to plug into some community. If you haven't done it yet, this is your sign, okay? This is your your whatever, your last straw. This is your, your clouds parting and Jesus himself saying, look, be part of a community. Bad company corrupts good character. Paul wrote it and if Paul wrote it, it's probably good enough for us to live by. If you want to recover, get plugged in. And secondly, as you pass on virtues, as you pass on values, uh, traditions, and, and you start to teach these things to the people around you, your kids and, and whoever else that God has given you influence over, make sure you tell them why. That's everything for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.